Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Asher was fantastic. Uh, Alan, the whole day was great. Um, from four busloads of supporters going off here yesterday, the weather conditions were atrocious, which again will make it all the more memorable for anybody who was there. Um, then the venue changed 15 minutes before kickoff. So lads were in the dressing rooms all ready to go. And then they were told, sorry, pitch is unplayable. We've got to move it. So everybody, supporters, family, friends, players, mentors, referee, had to head to a different venue. And then I suppose the game itself and the manner of the victory was fantastic. And let's talk, Carolyn, about the manner of the victory. You were part of the team with uh, Porrick and, and John there. Um, you lost your captain, uh, Jerry Ford, analysing the game for us, felt it was an unfair sending off. These things happen. You had to, get, you had to play on and, and you did. We sure did. And I think the boys, they wanted it more once they lost their captain. They wanted to do it for Shea and they just rallied around. They didn't let any ball come through that back line and they just ploughed on for the last few minutes of the game. So, yeah, they were doing it for Shea. It was, you know, these things do happen in a game, but the boys held their decorum and they didn't, you know, they didn't lose their temper. They kept their cool and they played some beautiful football towards the last of the game. Yeah, and Shea very graciously speaking to Jerry Ford after the match, paid tribute to Holy Rosary College from Mount Bellevue. He said they were a very strong team. They also were very good on set pieces, weren't they? They were fantastic. They were really good on set pieces and they were a lovely team as well to play. They were strong. Um, they're centre mid, they're up front. There was a couple of them that were quick players now and they gave them a run for their money, but the boys pulled it out of the bag in the last few minutes. All right, come at the moment, come at the man. And the man in this uh, situation was Rory Gilbert. Super sub, third minute of injury time. Talk to us through the decision to bring him on and then what happened next because Jerry was telling me that it seemed like an age before the ball hit the back of the net. Yeah, Rory is one of our under-17 players as well. He's only in fifth year, so, you know, for him to be called up to the senior, like, it's a great a great achievement for him. But, yeah, so we brought him on. We knew Rory. Rory's one of them players. You can stick him on. We're guaranteed, no matter what, what game we'll have, Rory will score. Um, he'll take his chances on the pitch. He'll keep trying until we get it. So, yeah, in the last few minutes there, there was a little bit of struggle. There was about three defenders, I think, on Rory. He managed to bypass him, turn his body, and stick the ball in the goal four minutes in injury time. And as uh, both John and Porrick told me, strength and depth is very much part of this squad and also the pedigree of the squad, international players, League of Ireland players, and that also brings on the younger players. So the future is looking bright. Oh, absolutely. Especially with the support now. We had like, younger years and that coming to watch. They're the first years now that I have this morning. They're absolutely buzzing with the um, excitement of it all and they're hoping they're going to be in the same position in six years. So what were the celebrations like yesterday when the, the final whistle blew? Well, the school were fantastic. They organised a homecoming and a guard escort for the boys. So they felt like superstars arriving to the school. We had music going, microphones, parents out, flags going. So... They had a great time and then they went off then afterwards and I'm sure to have their celebrations. And for many of these young men, they're heading off into third level now or into careers. I think one or two, I think Shay told me he fancies being an electrician. So for them, it's a lasting memory they'll bring with them, isn't it? Absolutely. These are the days they'll remember is heading off to the matches and with their team and support for their school. And they've made history for themselves in the school yesterday. So it was fantastic. And John, I'm sure you speak on behalf of all the parents and all the teachers here as well. Uh, moments like this are moments to cherish. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that That's our third All-Ireland final in the last six years. I think your lad was on the first team, which um, we were unfortunate to another Galway team. So um, third, third All-Ireland final, but our first win. And to, to do it at senior level and 
just when you put it in context, Alan, like the, the Leinster final was against the team from Mead. The Ireland semi-final was the Donegal and Ulster champions. And then to win, to beat the Galway team in, in the final, it just shows you that uh, it's, it's a fantastic achievement. So it's a moment to build on for the school, isn't it? That is, and, and for the county as well, John. That is, and and I think um, like the fact that we have the the full size astroturf here, um, an awful lot more sportsmen are looking at it and saying, well, the, the facilities are there, and I think the success will also encourage more lads to get out playing, and and uh, I, I hope that standards will continue to improve and more success will follow. Life moves on, games move on, and you have a big match wearing your other hat as manager of the Wexford Senior Football Team. Big match uh, against Wicklow on Saturday night under lights, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, the last uh, floodlit game in Wexford Park for the year. Um, so, again, there have been some great days and great nights up there so far, both in hurling and football, um, and we're hoping that we'll round it off with another big crowd and another big game. And how happy are you with the first uh, series of games you played with them? A couple of wins, a couple of... D- it's a learning process, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I think that the, the response from the lads has been fantastic. Um, I think anybody who's been at the games will see that they are improving. Um, we have an awful lot of young players in getting their first starts and their first league campaign. We're on the same points with two games to go as they finished on last year in the league. So there is tangible progress. We are disappointed with the last day out. You know, we we didn't do ourselves justice in, in Sligo. Yeah. Um, but that being said, um, we're we're... Like for who we have, we we haven't made a big deal of it. But like again at the weekend, we've got nine players who are unavailable through injury. But the lads who are available take their chance, and we keep going. And how far away are we from championship? Uh, we we've got four weeks, and we're playing first round of championship. So it's not like the old days against whom? Against Leash in Leash. So um, that's one to, to put in the calendar down the line. But we've this Saturday night. The following Sunday in, in Wexford Park, again against Carlo, and then two weeks until we play Leash in the Championship. Thanks, John. I'm going to leave the final word to you, Carolyn. To the mentors, to the players, to the supporters, to the backup, what do you want to say to all of them as we leave the home of the new All-Ireland Soccer Champions Under-19, the Tony O'Neill Cup? Just to say thank you to all the boys and all the sports and the school for just being phenomenal. We've had a great day yesterday and we've had a great year with training the lads and hopefully now we'll have much more to come. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.